We all get into relationships, but we never learn the basics of human interaction. We don't understand ourselves, we don't understand other people, and we never think about how important and basic it is to learn about emotional intelligence. Yeah. Our grandparents didn't talk about it, our parents did not talk about it, and we still say, I don't understand why she or he things that way. And we need to start looking at the basis of this, the lack of emotional intelligence. This podcast is going to give you the basic understanding to have better, open, honest, and respectful relationships. And everything is going to be related to our personalities. Let's find the missing pieces to master your relationships. Welcome to the magic of change. We are Lina Tangarife and Mauro Trujillo. And this is a podcast where we share creative perspective, advice, and ideas to develop new ways of thinking that will invite you to improve as a person, to strengthen and nurture your relationships, to undertake in life, and to recognize the magic of the only constant in life, change. So why do we all see everything so different? Have you heard that women are from Venus and men are from Mars? We believe it's not even anymore about men or women. It's about understanding why and how we are so freaking different from one another. So over here, so in this podcast, what we want is to center our attention and your attention on something that can be defined and even improved to have better emotional intelligence and of course better relationships our personality to understand our personalities which is just a small part of emotional intelligence we need to become aware of our lack of knowledge about it and this is really important because there is no training there is no class in the school in the universities or even in our houses. What we do is to learn, but we don't really understand, but we learn how to interact with people through beautiful or really toxic relationships, maybe fighting over the dirty clothes or the hair in the shower. We discover how to interact with people, maybe in a romantic trip to Paris. It's just in the experience of being with another person and within the fights and the beautiful times, but we don't really understand how does it work and what are the threats to connect the way we filter life, the way we filter every experience that we want to have. Since we are never taught about this, at school there is no subject for emotional intelligence or let's not argue with anybody, you know, like they never teach us this kind of stuff. And the problem we are facing is that our educational system is all the time focusing on analytical and intellectual thinking, but never on our emotional intelligence. It's never working on our personal development. And then what we have is kids that never learn how to manage their emotions. And then as a result, those kids grow up and we are adults that we deal with not knowing how to manage our emotions. We don't know why we react the way we do 
And with the same situation, somebody else has a completely different reaction. But imagine how much travel could be avoided if we had the chance to understand a little bit more about that. I mean, how do you process information and how do I process information? How can we both get to a shared agreement if we have a conflict or we have different points of view? But this doesn't exist. We don't know how to react. And then we end up fighting arguing judging and criticizing yes. others and there's so much that we need to learn about ourselves that this should be mandatory and reinforced through all our life at school this lack of emotional intelligence is what makes people say i am like that and if you don't like it deal with it and and this is the base of most relationship problems not only personal but even professional relationship problems We can have this kind of situation or conflicts with our colleagues, our boss, our significant other, our kids, our father, mother, whoever that involves another human being since we don't understand the filter with which they see the world. So it's not easy for us to be empathetic and to be on their shoes. This lack of knowledge and information about emotional intelligence creates more discrimination, a lack of respect. We don't tolerate differences, diversity. I mean, there's so much that we have to change, but most people will say, well, this is my way and this is the way things should be. We always believe that our way of doing things is the one, but and there's no one way. Yeah, and the thing over here is that there is something really basic to understand. Our personality is a result of our character and our temperament. Our character is something that we can always change. We have learned our character because of the education that we receive at home or even at the school or the country where we were born. That's our character. Now, the temperament is like a DNA personal imprint that one it's more difficult to change it i mean the character and the temperament they both together make your personality so can you change your personality yes and no but the invitation over here is to discover yourself to know what kind of personality involving your character and your temperament do you have so that you learn and understand the way you see the world and that you understand the way that somebody else is seeing the world. And of course, you always have the chance to work on your weaknesses and your strengths. So you do have the chance to change things. If you react aggressively, you have the chance to start measuring the way you react, but you have first to understand Why you do that that way? I mean, you have to know more about yourself. And because we don't really know that our diversity and differences make the world move, we still do not recognize and accept those differences. And this is creating a huge obstacle to evolve as a society. And so what's the outcome of this lacking of emotional intelligence? This week, for example, we remember the massacre that happened on June 12, on 2016, where 50 people, including the killer, died in a gay bar in Orlando, in Florida. We see all the time unconscious and disconnected people showing their lack of understanding by silencing others. And violence is just a way to show 
the lack of emotional intelligence. But if we don't have the information to be able to do that, we at the end become intolerant. We don't have respect. And this, of course, creates more violence. This is why it's so important we learn about ourselves, that we really work on self-improvement, on personal development, because this is the door to work on our emotions and manage our emotions. When we are able to work on ourselves and we have this understanding, we will be also able to help our children, to teach them how they are and to be empathetic, to understand others, to be more compassionate and comprehensive with themselves and with everybody else. This will help them to realize and recognize all the differences. Emotional intelligence in children will make an emotional intelligent world in more balance, with more togetherness and more respect towards others. Over the last two decades, there's been like a lot of studies within the disciplines of social psychology, personality psychology, and the results of working with children are amazing. But the weird thing is that After those studies that have really good results, still education is not doing this in a consistent basis. So, for example, in 2017, there was a study with 82 different programs involving almost 100,000 students from the U.S., Europe, and the U.K. And the results were checked after six months of the study. The kids showed social and emotional learning with positive outcomes, not even in the short term, but in the long term. But it was just that. It was a study. But still, we only see mathematics, biology, algebra, but there's no emotional intelligence in the schools. And we need to do something about this. Why? In the U.S., one of every five kids report being bullied by others. That's 20%. If we talk about the workplace, there's bullying in the companies. There was a research from the University of Phoenix. They discovered that almost 75% of the employees that were part of the study said that they were affected by bullying or they saw bullying in their workplace. Yeah, no, and, and I believe that this is really a social problem because right now with the confinement, for example, we are seeing numbers of divorce rising like crazy, not only in developed countries such as Canada and United States and United Kingdom, but in all the world. And it's crazy because we see all these numbers just showing that there's so much lack of respect, mm -hmm. tolerance, difference and diversity. But we do have the chance to make a first step to strengthen our emotional intelligence starting today. Now, we want to talk about emotional intelligence. And first, we want you to understand that is there's five components that are part of the emotional intelligence. So first we talk about self-awareness. So it's mm -hmm. key that you understand who you are and yeah. the world, okay? Second, self-regulation. You need to understand how can you manage your emotions, your reactions, the way you do things, the way you say things, how you listen to other people. Then you have motivation. You need to understand why you do things. What's taking you forward? What's that passion to keep moving in life, okay? Fourth, we have empathy. And this is really important because actually this is the key for creating relationships. You need to have this connection with other humans. You need to be conscious about other people's feelings. 
and their voices too. There's no one voice in the planet. There's almost 8 billion voices and we have to be aware of that. And that's the empathy. You have to be able to wear other people's shoes. And five, we have social skills. And this one is how can you interact with other people? How should you talk, behave, listen, create a space for an open dialogue and so much more. Now, there's so many things to say about these five concepts, but actually right now we want you to focus in only one thing because we want to give you today an easy to put in place solution related to self-awareness, social mm -hmm. skills, self-regulation, empathy. Actually, I think that it involves everything. We want to talk about personalities. So we're sharing this information because we have been using this information for the last 10 years. It helped. You don't imagine how much our relationship, our businesses, and the relationship with our parents, friends, everything. And there's so much that you can change and discover by just doing this. Just finding a single thread of who you are. So this is an invitation for you to be the change. There are many different theories regarding human personalities. Perhaps you have heard about the Enneagram that includes nine different profiles and it's amazing, but it's way more complicated. It has a lot of information. And so over here, we decided to work with another system that was developed by Florence Lidauer. She's a United States psychiatrist. We really recommend this book. The book is called Personality Plus, and it's amazing. So basically, it describes four kinds of personality. Uh, we are going to share over here the four types of personality so that you can strengthen all your skills and, of course, work on all your weaknesses. And more importantly, to understand not only your behavior, but the key to understand how other people react. We definitely define the way we see the world while we grow up, but there's a part that is our personality that will come imprinted on ourselves. You see it. I mean, you see babies that are like little angels and they only laugh and just have fun. And you see these babies that are like a crazy category five tornado. <laughs> They're just destroying everything all the time. Well, you see that personality from that age. So you have the chance to start working on their personality right away. So this is something that we can just work on all of our lives. Every strength that is overstimulated will lead into a weakness. You will understand that uh, with examples. So let's start with the choleric, okay? Um, the choleric personality type is going to be explained by a choleric. I am a choleric mm -hmm. and a sanguine. Cholerics, we are leaders. We are commander types. Uh, we tend to be dominant and strong and decisive. We tend to be good leaders because we are always driven to get things done. That's the key uh, thread of the choleric personality. Anyone you identify already or maybe it's you that is listening and you're like, yeah, that could be me. Yes, we are leaders by nature. But whenever we overstimulate our leadership, then we can become intolerant and bossy, you know? So the balance with the cholerics is to find the perfect place where you are a leader, but an inspiring leader. It's an awesome type of personality, but 
we have to be careful. There we have the melancholic personality. Now, this type is described as the analytical type. Now, probably you're going to see someone right away. The, the melancholics are all the time doing like a strong emphasis on evaluation and assessment. They are typically checking facts and analyzing data. That's what they do. They love maps and charts and graphs. Think about someone that you get into their closet. The wardrobe. And the clothes are just organized by color. That's a melancholic. You know, they need to have everything perfect in the right place. They are really important for our society because those are the ones creating perfect measures for buildings and, and everything. I and mean, they, And they prevent any problem. They are the, the ones that are capable to foresee what could go wrong. So that, for example, in comparison with the choleric, the choleric will do. The choleric will say, come on, let's build this house. The melancholic will say, hey, no, we have to study the land. We have to make the plans. We have to see if uh, when it rains, the weather is going to change over here and it's going to make the house fall. You know, that's the kind of melancholic. And so the melancholics are all the time planning, but sometimes they will just paralyze with over analysis. So they try to be perfectionist. And probably you already know someone like that. And they are also annoyed anytime that they are interrupted or disrupted in their world. So sometimes they tend to be a little bit bitter. Like they, they don't see the bright side of things, but more the dark side of things. Now, sanguines are the social personality type. So sanguines are extroverts and they are very entertaining and fun and they love to enjoy and chat and tell stories. Uh, of course, you are also recognizing a sanguine over here talking to <laughs> you right now. Um, I am also sanguine and Mauro is also sanguine. So we have our... A strong personality, which in my case is choleric and Mauro is phlegmatic. And we both, our secondary type of personality is sanguine. So the sanguines are also people that they are excited about things. It doesn't matter if it's a small thing. If it doesn't matter if we're going to bake a cake. It's just such an adventure, <laughs> you know, to do something, whatever is going to be like, yay, it's, a, it's amazing. I yeah, love it. She's more like that, yeah. Yeah, I am very like that. Everything is very <laughs> exciting and I love to be alive. So those are the strengths. And so it's a very powerful um, type because the sanguines are going to be the ones that are going to bright your day and make you feel comfortable and, and, and cheer you up. But if we overstimulate all of those threats, for example... We have such a talkative person that is going to sit on the word and is not going to listen to anybody else and is not going to let anybody else talk. Also, for example, we have a sanguine that if he or she loves too much to party, then it could be an irresponsible person that is going to just spend the money of the food or the rent or whatever just for fun, you know, because the sanguines live by the day. They think I have only one life and this is the life that I'm living. Finally, we have the phlegmatics. Now, the phlegmatics are the 
flat type personality, some say. Some people say the pacifist because we're really laid back. We just want to have a peaceful environment and we just want to chill and be easygoing. Some people say we are unexcitable. We are the droopy. Do you remember droopy? <laughs> I am happy. Something like that. But also, I am sad. Yeah, I mean, we don't show this emotion and uh, this explosion of passion that sanguines do. No, we're more like relaxed and we try not to upset anyone. And some people say that we are indifferent because we because we don't show our emotions that much. If you see someone working on, in conflict resolution, it might be a, a phlegmatic working there because they have the chance to see different points of view. They have the chance to create an environment for shared agreement. Now, phlegmatics, we adapt really easy. But this is something that is really nice. But if you take adaptation to a higher level, well, we can have many problems coming into our life and we don't even see them. We don't realize when we are about to have a difficult situation. And of course, this adaptation, if you just stay there doing nothing, well, you will become lazy. How all these personalities can impact your life? Well, imagine we are in a trip and four people, each one of each personality is going to be in that car and the colleague will say, okay, guys, so we got to stop. We got to pee. We have 20 minutes. Please, I'm not waiting anyone. Jack, bring some water and some chips. Here's the money. The melancholic will say, okay, this stop will make us lose around 20 minutes, so please do not take too long or we will miss our schedule. You know, guys, we have a tight schedule, so please pee. And remember, we just stopped 30 minutes ago. I don't know why we need to stop again. We're not getting anywhere this way. Then the sanguine, he or she will take the money, will get to the store, and in the front door, he says, okay, this is perfect. I come for, oh my God, this is so amazing. And then he gets distracted or talking to someone or reading a magazine, and then he forgets that it's time to go and he forgets to buy the water or the chips. Or both. And then you have the phlegmatic that just will say, or maybe don't even say, maybe you just will think, I'm just too comfortable here at the car. I might want to go peeing, but I can still hold, so I'll just stay here in the car. So you can see how we all process the information different and the reaction we all have on that same situation. Probably you understand and you see your family and you see yourself doing the same. Now, how can this information impact your life? Imagine that you're asking the same results and actions from your phlegmatic and your choleric children. It, it makes no sense. I mean, they, yeah. they, they interact so different. They do things so different yeah. that if you put them in the same place or you want to evaluate them the same way, yeah. it's not going to work. And you're going to hurt them. Of course. Imagine that you hate when your husband or your significant other makes jokes when you are having dinner with your parents, but he's a sanguine. And for him, that's so natural because maybe it's a way to break the ice. So you cannot judge him. This is the way he or she is. And imagine that you are a melancholic and you're waiting for your wife to surprise you with a special trip with the schedules and a beautiful planned weekend but she's a sanguine. It's not going to happen. I mean, imagine how many fights 
and arguments can you avoid just having information like this i think you get the point Basic, right now yeah think about the last fight that you had think about the awkward moment at work the sad face from your son or your daughter think about the marital disappointment that you had last month everything normally is related to something about our communication is related to something that we don't understand when we try to interact so we have to study and share this information within our houses and the invitation here is to make it fun you see how we did it you make it fun you you discover the strengths and the weaknesses and you have the chance to start knowing people you've been living with for decades yeah and you don't know no and this is really powerful because once you start understanding how we are built up and how we see the world and we live the world in a different way in a different perspective then you start being more empathetic so we know that our grandparents nor our parents talk about this but you now can say that you do understand why you she or he thinks that way and you have the chance to be the one who teaches this information to other people who teaches about personality basics and emotional intelligence And this is the chance to be the change. To make the world a better place starting from us. So the invitation, please get to know yourself, be aware of yourself, work on yourself, on your strengths, and of course, on your weaknesses. You are not a finished product. Your beautiful best potential is there waiting for you to just uncover it subscribe remember we are on spotify on apple podcast on google podcast and many more platforms we are also in spanish we invite you also to go to our website www.empowerforchange.com and look for our blog on the menu and you will find a post with this information we invite you to comment and tell us a little bit more about your personality your and how will you think this information can help you to be a more happy and better person. Hear, Hear you soon. soon.